When did you decide that you wanted to be in radio? How did you do it? How did you get into radio? These are the two questions that I always run into when people find out that I work in radio and that I have my own show and that I have a podcast. How do you do it? How'd you get into it? So today on episode 95, as soon as my dog shuts up, we're going to discuss chapter one, the very beginning. You're listening to Unravel Today, an original podcast by Melissa Rios. So my chapter one isn't my earliest memory that I have or the day I was born. My chapter one is going to start when I decided I wanted to be in radio. And why? We were about to graduate high school. My best friend is a bookworm. She is so intelligent. Her name is Myrna. And she was like, Melissa, you got to figure out what you're going to do after high school. So I signed up for college, Citrus College here in Azusa. And I I was like, I'm going to be a lawyer. I took criminal justice class and I kind of liked it, but I realized school wasn't for me. And I told her, it's just too many years to become a lawyer. It's not for me. I'm not going to make it. Give me something else. So they told me that I needed to take this placement test or I'm not sure what it's called, but you basically answer questions and they tell you what a, what a good career would be for you. So I took the test and it said I had to be in their t- entertainment, be- uh, entertainment business. Put a pin on that because it made sense. My entire life, I have videos, home videos of me dancing on tables, making comedy skits, acting. I remember crying and running in front of the mirror to see what I look like crying because I really wanted to be an actress growing up. I remember watching Sabado Gigante and those little kid actors on there. I was like, mom, why don't you put me in that? Always wanted to be in the entertainment business. So as soon as that thing said, Melissa, you need to be in the entertainment business and you can be a disc jockey, a fashion designer, a model, whatever. I was like, yes, that's what I've been saying my whole life. So what did I do? I made my mom put me into a radio school in Burbank. It was about $10,000. And we signed off. She got a loan for it. I'm in radio school. And I said, you know what? I'm going to apply to Clear Channel. Clear Channel happens to be like Kiss FM. Um, Well, they were or they are. Are they iHeart now? I think they're iHeart. Anyway, they were Clear Channel back when. And I was like, I can be the receptionist there. Like, I, I just need my foot in the door. And I applied. I applied to a couple of places. Went to a couple more classes. And bam, I got pregnant. Like a fucking, oh God, let me have a drink. Salí panzona. I came out pregnant. And then I probably went to class for another two times, right? I went to class another two times. And, and then I just got lazy. And I was like, you know what? It's never going to happen. Realistically, I'm never going to make it. Started getting bigger and bigger. Stopped going to radio school. My baby daddy, his family owns a business. So they own a couple of businesses. So I was I was working there. I was making money there. I was working at the restaurants and helping with the warehouses. And, and I just, I moved on from my dream and from what I wanted to do. Soon enough, I had my son, Isaac. And I became a stay-at-home mom. Things started to fall apart. We broke up, and I went back to my mom's. <sighs> what a difficult time it was for me because even when I went back to my mom's, I was okay. Now I was a single mom with a one-year-old sleeping on my mom's couch. I had no money, 
nothing. Like to the point where I, my dad would bring diapers. My mom would, you know, provide for the house. But there was moments in time when I didn't have any money and I had to boil rice. I never, I'll never forget this. And I think I've said this a million times and it always makes a knot in my throat because I had to boil rice to give Isaac rice water to to fill him up because I didn't have enough money to buy milk. I didn't have a baby daddy. He wasn't giving me any money. We had totally broken up and whatnot. And then I hit this really rough patch of eight months, I want to say, where I couldn't get a job. Not at Walmart, not at Target, not at McDonald's. Nowhere was hiring. Nowhere. They weren't hiring me at least. And so finally I decided to go into an agency. I walk into this agency and I request application and I'm like I'll go to a warehouse at this point I'll go anywhere and the girl that's working there's like um what would you like to work here I said absolutely she's like doing this like you're gonna be interviewing people to so you can send them to the warehouse absolutely I'll be the receptionist I'll do anything right then and there I get the job and I made some of the best friendships that I could ever make Lily Julie, Martha, they were they were everything to me during those really difficult times where I was going to court for custody, where I was putting a restraining order, where I was stressed out, where it was just a lot. Fast forward to I want to say maybe June 2012, 2 years later, okay? 2 years later. I'm sitting in my office and I'm filling out paperwork or whatnot, and I get a phone call to my cell phone from a weird number. I answer and they say, hi, like, is this Melissa? We're calling you from Clear Channel. We just found your application and we know it's a little old, but we want to know if you are still interested in working in radio and doing the street team for us. I said, of course I am, but I have a full time job so I can only do like weekends or whatever. And they said, no, we need a full timer or someone with a flexible schedule. And I was like, oh, yeah, sorry, I can't. I hung up. And I was like, that's weird. That's fucking weird. Two years later, they're calling me to see if I still want to be a part of their street team. That to me was God shaking me up saying, Melissa, you are doing the wrong thing. You do not belong here. I got home and I told my mom, mom, I'm going back to radio school and I'm quitting my job. Oh, forget it. How are you going to do that? You, I had just bought my brand new Honda Civic. <laughs> I had a $500 payment in that damn car. My mom was like, absolutely not. You have a car payment. You have a son. You cannot afford to lose this. Wh- where are you going to go? What job are you going to have? And I'm like, mom, I need you to support me because I'm going to go back to school. I'm going back to radio school. No, you didn't even finish the first time. I was in debt $10,000 because of that. I totally agree with my mom. I would have lost it too. Nonetheless, I did it. I quit my job that I had. And at that time, they were paying me really good. Well, I quit that job and I went back into some radio school in Huntington Beach. It was called Academy of Radio and Broadcasting. And I I started going to school. Well, not only did I start going to school, I started going out a lot. So it was this uh, Gerardo Ortiz event, right? And while everybody was drinking and was excited to see Gerardo Ortiz, I was like, I need to find the DJ who's playing the music. I want to talk to the DJ. 
We go up there. I The DJ lets us in the VIP area. Of course he does. Porque todos son unos putos. No, I'm just kidding. The DJ lets us in the VIP area. And I go up to him and I'm like, I want to work in radio. Where, what station do you work at and how can I get a job there? He's like, oh, okay, I see you. Like, you're super forward or whatever. His name was DJ Santa Rosa, who has now became one of my great friends. He's like, here's my business card. Give me a call during the week or email me and I'll try to figure something out. I work for a station called Latino 96.3. I love Latino 96.3. So during the week, I text him, I called him, I emailed him. I probably bugged this guy for a good two, three weeks. Following up, did you ask? Did you ask? Can you ask? Do they need people? Are they hiring? All of this while I'm going to school. I was really struggling. Like months, I couldn't make my car payment. I was, it was tough, really, really tough. Well, I actually got an interview at Latino 96.3. Shout out to Jimmy who got me an interview. I got an interview to be on the street team, walked out of there. Um, and then on my way back home, they called and said, so when are you ready to start? I said, as soon as possible. They paid garbage. The hours were garbage, probably four hours a day or whatever. And then I had to go to school So between school and the only the little part time that they gave me that wasn't even enough for gas, um, I was just hustling, struggling. There were days where I would leave at six in the morning to go to work and then I had to commute to go to school and I wouldn't get home till like nine o'clock at night. And Isaac was already asleep by then. There was uh, holidays. There were birthday parties that I didn't show up to and I, I wasn't able to make it because I was hustling. And I was very blessed to have certain people in my life that helped me. Kenny, Dave, um, Michael, Noel from school. Like they were, we were this little clique and they would bring me food. There was days that I, I wouldn't even, oh my God, I could, I could cry right now. There were days that I was hungry and I couldn't, I, I didn't have money to eat. Either it was that or I would pump gas and they would feed me. And then there were days where I didn't have gas money. Well, Kenny would give me gas money or come on, yo te invito a comer. Come on, I'll, I'll pay and just stuff like that. Like we, they were really family to me and they really, really helped me out. At work, I had Nate, I had Jimmy, I had A-Tunes. So many of that now are, are very close to me. They're really good friends who helped me and mentored me through the process. But nonetheless, I really kept my focus all the time of what I wanted, which was to be in radio okay I worked in promotions I would set up the tent and I would wait for the talent to come and I would give them the mic and they would rock it and I would be standing there handling to giving out tickets giving out t-shirts giving out stickers and I was always like this is gonna be me they would get paid $500 to show up right be there for an hour two hours and then they get to leave and I was like man I can't wait till I just show up And, you know, just say hi to everyone, be there for a while, and then I just get to leave, and then I get to get paid for it, you know? And I was sitting there for like $6.75 for four hours, you know? <laughs> Obviously, I got paid that an hour, but but I really do believe that it was God who shook me up that day and, and made them call me. I don't know, but it was God. And so the fir my first day ever was October 22nd. Ever since then, I just fell in love 
with being on stage and rocking the mic and talking to everybody and just being a light to people because I there's this feeling that you get when you meet new people and I get to talk to you and you tell me how my joke made you feel better or how the topic that I, we were talking about you know, you went into work feeling better about the situation because now you know you're not alone or whatever it is. And and that's the point of it. And so I always feel really, really good when I make people feel. But I wanted to give you guys five tips. Honestly, Diosito has blessed me a lot. Diosito taketh, but Diosito giveth. He's given me so, so much. And if it was not for me taking that leap of faith of leaving my my toxic relationship, if I wouldn't have took that leap of faith of leaving the job that I was unhappy in, if I wouldn't have took this most recent leap of faith in leaving the job that I was secure in to find a better place, I don't think I would be where I'm at today. And so Diosito has always caught me when I throw myself off a ledge. And I just want to know, I hope, I pray that if you are really considering opening a business or, you know, getting back to school or whatever it is that you want to do that you think is going to make you happier, that you really want to do in life, if I can encourage you just a little bit to do it, go do it. Do what makes you happy. Because at the end of the day, what do you have left? El dinero will figure it out. You're a hustler, okay? You've always figured it out. Así que don't shy away from it. I have written five tips on how to help you on this journey if you're on this journey trying to figure life out, your career out, um, if you're in an unhappy place or maybe you just want to switch it up. I don't know. But number one has to be decide what you want. I decided that I wanted to be in radio. I decided that I want more for my life than to have a nine to five there's nothing wrong with a 95 a nine to five for me for me I could not live anymore clocking in to a computer desk job I got anxiety me borria, me quedaba dormida. you know just like I can get on the mic and da -da 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 talk I know that's not for everyone right you probably can't do that just like I cannot for the life of me sit on a computer, sit on a desk, get in a get in, in a computer or whatever and write reports. Amiga, me muero. I have too much. I'm too jittery. I no puedo. I, I realized that. And so I decided what I was going to do. So even if that that's you, you're an accountant, you do taxes, whatever it is, decide that that's what you want to do because that's the first step is having a clear vision of what you want. I have decided that I am going to be on TV. I have decided that I'm going to own a billion dollar company. I have decided that I am going to do radio, comedy, movies, write a book. I've decided all of these things. So once you decide what you're going to do in your field, in your life, with your career, great. That's the first step. Tienes que decidir lo que quieres. Number two. Only do things that are going to lead you to that end goal. Once you decide it, right, whatever it is you decided, let's say you do taxes and you're like, I want to open my own tax office with my own employees. Amiga, you're not going to go get a job making tacos. 
Does that make sense? If you do taxes, you want to do taxes, you're not going to go make tacos because it doesn't make any sense. So me, just recently when I quit this other job that I had at Mega, I decided that I wanted to get into English radio. I needed to cross over, right? If they offered me something for a Spanish radio station, I would not take it because it's not my end goal. My end goal is to be on the English side. Don't do things that aren't going to lead you or guide you or walk you or put you in the right place at the right time for what you want. Okay, be very selective with the things you're doing. Number three, don't let anybody tell you que no puedes. This is probably the cheesiest one out of the bunch, right? Because you always hear, oh, you could do anything or whatever. I'm being dead serious because it's so easy for people to tell us what we can and cannot do. I had a PD who would always tell me, Melissa, you're not funny. I don't think you're funny. You should stop saying jokes. He did not like me at all. And there was times that I was just like, I'm not that good. And he was more qualified than me. I've seen... Um, Pinterest little quotes that say, never take advice from someone who makes less than you. Well, this guy made way more money than me. But still, fuck him. Fuck him. Fuck his opinion. Because they loved me. People in La Raza loved me. I think I did a good job. And I am funny. Fuck him. <laughs> but nonetheless, the point is, is que no les hagas caso. People are always going to tell you, what they can't what you can do what you can't do that you're funny that you're not that you're ugly that you're not pretty that you're too tall that you're too short they're always going to have an opinion and all you got to do is be you that is probably the hardest but the realest part of them all number four surround yourself by doers okay i started i started cutting off a lot of people literally just cutting off amigas que tenía desde hace mucho because they were low-key hating on me They hated on my dream. They hated on my ambition. They hated on my work ethic. They hated on me. And those energies catch up to you. I felt bad because I wanted to bring everyone along with me. But at the end of the day, they start falling off by themselves. But some of them are like leeches where you have to cut them off. And they're going to say you changed. And they're going to say que te crees muy muy. And they're going to say, but... If you're going to make it, you got to cut people off because if not, then you're not going to make it. If they're just leeching off of you, see, si nomás son mala influencia, they're not supporting your dream. If they're just bringing in chismes and negative comments, talking about you, whatever it is, you're not going to be able to make it. Livianita and ready to go. And number five is you got to work for it, bro. You got to work for it. Do your research. Figure out what you want to do. And a estudiarle, a chingarle, to figure it out and try. And the only way you ever figure it out is by actually doing it. You know how scared I was to open up my app? I was terrified, you guys. No, it's not going to work. No, it's a lot of money. No, es que this and that. I was terrified. I quit my job. I literally quit my job in radio every morning radio you guys that's all I ever wanted I was the lead of a morning show that's what I wanted when I got into radio that's all I ever I was like I can't wait till I'm the morning show host of of a radio station and I finally was why was I quitting you know how many people want that job 
in Texas and Mississippi and Missouri. And there's so many people in other markets around the world, which are considered like smaller markets that want to come to L.A. to do radio. And I was here in L.A. and I quit. But I did it because I had a bigger vision because I had bigger dreams and I knew God's got me. And even if he doesn't give me what I ask him is because he's going to give me something more or something different or something better. So echale ganas. Whatever it is that you want to do in life, work hard and try. Don't let anybody tell you that you cannot do it. I know I'm sounding super cheesy like everybody else, but it's true. Everything they say, no matter how many motivational speeches you listen to they all tell you you just got to do it you can't listen to anybody you have to work hard every single motivational speech i don't i don't know which one's going to tell you que no so here's another one add mine to all of those motivational speech echale huevos no les hagas caso a nadie do what you want and cheers to another eight more <laughs> before i retire no um it was such a bitter sweet moment this week when I realized it's been eight years you know what they say it takes 10 years to build overnight success right when people make it super big they're like where'd that person come from and that person's been grinding for 10 years I got two years more to go guys two years more antes de que me haga millonaria antes de que my company takes off antes de que yo salga en la tele I got two more years to make it and no me da vergüenza or I'm not ashamed to say it out loud because I want to be held accountable Two years, guys. I got two years to figure this shit out. And I'm going to. Because I always do with the help of the Lord and the universe. And you have to have that same emphasis, that same huevos for your life. Whether it's opening a business, if it's getting back to school, building the home of your dreams, or, or even being in the relationship of your dreams. I knew that I was going to find my soulmate, the love of my life, que me quiere, que me respeta. Um, that appreciates me, that has the same beliefs that I do and same goals. And thank God he sent them to me and I found him. But that's because I knew what I wanted. I'm not out here fucking around, guys. So stop messing around. Stop spending all your money. Get your priorities straight. And let go of them badass friends. And let's get to work. I love you guys. And I'll see you guys next week week on friday brand new episode oh yeah and remember on november 27th i have some really good news for you okay i'll see you guys next friday bye you've been listening to unravel today a podcast by melissa rios follow her online at unraveltoday.com